ho, ho, ho. Hey, what's up? It's me, Chad, here. You're listening to some of the amazing shows we did this year. We're reaching back into our bag of holiday goodies. From everyone here at the Chad Benson Show, we wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas and a happy, happy New Year. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Elon Musk hanging out last night with uh, Dave Chappelle in San Francisco. Got booed. Boo, you're a bad person. I want to be able to tell people you could not ever be on your show and be on your stupid Twitter site unless they agree with me. We'll talk more about that in a little bit. I just find it funny. I find it funny how angry people are. still angry. Why are we so angry? I'm just curious about that. I had a great weekend, by the way. I had a great weekend. I took the family down to San Diego. Very blessed this weekend. Uh, uh, Friday, actually, uh, Kirsten Sinem was in studio for my local show, and I had already had the day off. And everybody's like, you don't want to stay and do it? I'm like, no. I got more things to, to me that are more important. Right. Kirsten's very nice. And uh, she's senator. She flipped from Democrat to, you know, independent. And, uh, you know, it's uh, I I have things going on. I'm happy. Right. My little stepdaughter, uh, Lily, she turned 12. Happy birthday. Today's her actual birthday. But she wanted to spend the weekend with my son. We went and had a lot of fun. And it was far more important than talking politics all day. But the scathing stuff that people say is just why are you so angry? I'm curious. Why are you so freaking bitter? What do you have to be bitter about? Because my life's good and I just need to bitch because my my team didn't win stuff. Okay. That's the way you make it feel. The end of the day, though, it's still always about said economy. And the economy is weird. I'm not going to lie to you. I find it to be a very odd and weird thing. Where are we in the economy? I don't know. Is it bad? Is it good? Is inflation here? Is it going? It depends on who you talk to. Uh, it's everywhere and then nowhere. It's like, this is the best, yet worst economy ever. This is going great, but at the same time, it's the worst thing that's ever happened. Janet Yellen speaking. I think we'll see a substantial reduction in inflation in the year ahead. It's going to take a year. Well, I believe by the end of next year, you will see much lower inflation if there's not a, an unanticipated shock. Okay, yes. Well, it depends, because if you look at last week's inflation numbers, while they're down a little bit overall, it depends on what you're looking at. Because the cost of doing business, I mean, the people that are buying the stuff and the materials, their inflation rate is going up. Gas price is going down. I paid two ninety nine here in Arizona. I was stoked. It's even lower at another gas station. I just didn't have time to get to. It's like two eighty five. Well, that's good. I like to say one eighty five, but whatever. I'm not going to pitch at this moment in time. I still there was times this weekend I paid four forty in California, which is unheard of at this past several months. Uh, but we just don't know. And as far as recession goes, I maybe we've been in one, and I think maybe we've come out of it, but we might bump back into another one. But for families who are paying more at the grocery store, when 2023 comes around, do they need to be worried about a recession? There are always risks of a recession. The economy remains prone to shocks. Look, we have a very healthy banking system. We have 
very healthy business and household. You have said this. You do not believe there will be a recession next year. There's a risk of recession, but um, it certainly isn't, in my view, something that is necessary to bring inflation down. Now, uh, do I think that there's going to be a recession again? It's possible. It's absolutely possible. It's already happened. Uh, I, I, I just, I don't know, but I will tell you. So Friday we drive out there. It was a nightmare. So I'll tell you that right now, lots of kids screaming, yelling, having lots of fun, screaming, yelling, lost a phone, had to go back and get it. Found out we had the phone, but, uh, the reality was just, it was, it was, it was not our best moment. <laughs> it was not our best moment as a family. Uh, that being said, uh, we went out shopping Saturday. So it's my little stepdaughter's birthday. She wants to, we live in a very rural area, right? She's very much uh, bizarrely kind of like Wednesday from the TV show, yet at the same time likes being social, loves big buildings, tall things, awesome. That's, you know, whatever. So she, you know, we, she wanted to go to the mall. So we go to the fashion mall in San Diego. Supposed to be recession-ish. People supposed to be worried about everything. Show me where those people are. <laughs> Because it was a freaking zoo. It was a zoo. Like, I had to get out. I said, I can't be in here anymore. I got to get out. I got to get out of the store. There's too many people. I'm peopling. There's too many people. I don't like this. Uncomfortable. I can't move. I can't breathe. Waiting 30 minutes for somebody to bring you a shoe. Like, uh, can you have a size? I don't know. I'll be. But it it was crazy. It was crazy. Like, our waits to get into a restaurant. It was nuts. And I'm like, God, if we're... It's weird, right? It's so weird. And the fear of, are we going to see people lose their jobs left, right, and center? Is that coming? I don't know. I will say this, though. I want to point this out. Maybe we'll get into a little deeper. So, uh, at the end of the night, I told, I, I told the kids, look, at the end of the night... It's better to go back to some of these stores. We'll go do some other stuff where it's not so crazy. I said, trust me, when you go back in there later on, I'll be quiet. And we did. And uh, my son, so Jack got a pair of Nikes. And, uh, you know, because you give the kids some money. It's like, all right, here's your money. Go have fun. Leave us alone. We're going to eat dinner. And so they go off and scurry off and do their things. Of course, 20 minutes later, I get a phone call. Uh, Dad, yeah, I'm like $5 short. Like, uh, you know, with tax and everything. I'm like, all right. So, but it was later in the evening. So we go back there and uh, millennial work in the uh, cash register. And I said, was it really, was it, you know, cause I don't know how busy, I don't know if this is busy or not. So it's like a busy time. She goes, oh, so busy today. She goes, if I had known it's going to be this busy, I would have called in. I go, oh, that's funny. You wouldn't really do that. She goes, no, no, I totally would have. If I knew it was going to be this busy, I would never have come to work. I thought, wow, that's where we are now. If I was known it was going to be like this, I would never come to work. But it's a weird place for the economy. Over the weekend, Wall Street Journal has a great story about the tight labor market. Are you ready for this? Companies now, you're hired. Okay, when's my interview? You're hired. Hired. We're not even going to interview you. You're, are you a killer? No. Do you have lots of criminal background things? No. You're hired. Some are on the spot. Some, like Home Depot, are not only sending you, yes, you're hired, you could start tomorrow. Some are saying, you can start later on today. That is how insane it is.
So I just don't know. Things good, bad, and different. I, I can because there's also the other side of it, where same weekend I'm looking around. Uh, we're in debt like we haven't been in debt in a while. It has nothing to do with the you know student loans. It has all to do with credit cards. Tons of our savings are going away. People are dipping into their retirements faster and bigger than ever. It's a bizarre world of are we screwed? Are we doing well? Are we squell? We're a little bit screwed and a little bit doing well. But as I'm reading this article about you're hired, it, it's nuts. They say it's nuts. Speed is the number one way companies are competing for hourly workers at the moment, especially for the holiday season. And, uh, uh, you know, it's it, it, it's crazy. They're saying they're you know, and we've talked about it over the last couple of weeks where now big companies are saying, look. You're 28. You don't have any formal schooling as far as college. Maybe you got some, you know, JC under your belt, whatever it is. I don't care about that. Normally, this is a four-year degree thing. What can you bring to this experience-wise that will outdo the the four-year college degree? And they're like, none of this stuff matters anymore. It's like, bring me bodies is what some people are looking for. And I was like, oh, okay, well, it really doesn't matter, does it? 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from all of you. It is just nuts out there, though. I'll tell you what. I was in the holiday spirit, but it was chaos. And can I just say how expensive shoes are nowadays? How insanely expensive shoes are. It's nuts. I mean, super crazy nuts. Because we're looking at shoes, right? Like the kids, ah, you know. You go into some of these stores, and they're in, like, glass boxes, like they're pieces of art. They're like, yeah, you're going to take out like four mortgages to that one. And you're like, um, what? What? But I was talking to this guy and he's like, yeah, I go, what's so what's like the shoe to have most expensive shoe? And he goes, oh, you know, you got the original Air Jordans. I said, oh, I had a bunch of those. He goes, you know, I said, I'm 51. I said, you can't pop and break dance without those uh, back in the day. Zipper pants, the whole nine yards. I go, what are those worth now? He goes, in perfect condition. He goes, 100 grand. <laughs> Fantastic. I don't have those anymore, by the way. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. <laughs> your Twitter. Tweet at us. But so the guy that's working this kiosk where the shoes are, right? And they're wrapped in super plastic and stuff. And uh, I go, you know, I said, you're not even wearing these shoes. Because it was like Nike stuff. He goes, oh, this is, these are Adidas. These are Yeezys. And I look at them and go, so do you hate Jews? <laughs> He's laughed so hard. Because, uh, you know, the whole thing with Yeezy, who's Kanye. You guys get where I'm going. It's 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, and all of the other things. A lot of stuff to get to today. It's a big show. It's our final week of shows for the year. So we're going to promise to squeeze everything in. But I'm going to be 100% honest. We might mail in a few shows. (laughs) I'm kidding, for God's sakes. My goodness me. Hey, BetterHelp is amazing. A lot of people out there struggle in life in so many different things and i see it i see it with a lot of kids you know i was talking about that woman's like uh you know well i mean if i knew it was gonna be this busy i was gonna come in it was crazy and i'm like man you need some coping skills so better help comes in help you with therapy therapy you need whether it is one of those situations where you know you're struggling in life right you need coping skills you've you've got some trauma in your life how do you fix these things well this is what better help can do absolutely incredible it is online therapy and it is incredible to help my stepdaughter i know it will help you and opportunities in front of you right now to not only say big but to get in and they've helped over three million people 
get matched up with licensed and vetted therapists. It's 100% online. So it takes the stigma out of everything, have somebody to talk to. It, it, it is very empowering, and it's great. There's no waiting, no traffic, uh, you know, no endless searching online for therapists. In fact, they, they, after you do your questionnaire, they hook you up with a therapist. If you're not thrilled with the therapist, they'll, they'll find you a new therapist within 24 hours. Learn more and save 10% right now. All you have to do is go to BetterHelp.com slash Benson. That's BetterHelp.com slash Benson. BetterHelp.com slash Benson. The show, uh, portion of the show is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp.com slash Benson. Chad Benson Show. Serving up talk radio medium rare and dripping with irony. It's Chad Benson. Abu Aguila Massoud was at the time known as the chief bomb maker for former Libyan President Muammar Gaddafi. Stephanie Bernstein, whose husband Michael died in the attack, telling ABC News Massoud confessed to the bombing but to a Libyan authority, adding it wasn't clear that ever, ever we could get him. His extradition to the U.S. a major breakthrough. Catherine Terman, a former FBI assistant director who worked closely with the victims' families, calling it another step toward accountability, even after all these years. How did we get a scumbag who was one of the masterminds behind, uh, in Britain, the largest attack they have ever had, terrorist-wise, in Great Britain? If you don't remember Lockerbie, December 21st, uh, 1988, horrific situation the pan am flight the clipper flying over scotland portion of lockerbie scotland i think at like 25 or thirty thousand feet uh loses radio transmission gone 270 people including 11 people on the ground killed when they finally figure out what's happened it was a bomb that exploded and the bomb originated at least what they believe everything that took place is this guy built a bomb got it to two people that he met from Libyan intelligence in Malta, they flew the bomb to Frankfurt, Germany, which that suitcase got on the airplane, and they did not. And the bomb was detonated. One person was convicted of the bombing. He is dead. He died, not in custody. Scotland uh, released him in 2009. He died in 2012. Uh, and uh, the... You know, for years, uh, Muammar Gaddafi was thrilled by this. But, you know, we bombed his house and killed his kid. And then we whooped up on their asses in a lot of different ways. And even though there were times we propped them up, uh, we definitely did a lot to crush them financially and made them a pariah of the globe. Not really. I mean, people stayed away from them. But then out of nowhere, he denounces, ah, I don't want anything to do with this crap anymore. And, you know, after 9-11, everything changed. The big question is, how do we get this guy, though? Of all the things, this guy, how do we get him? Because it's shocking. He had been, at least for a while, in Libyan custody. And how the United States was able to, to take hold of him from a country that we don't think has an extradition treaty with the United States was not exactly explained. But he is in American custody. Official word came from the Justice Department early Sunday morning. And he's due to make his first appearance in an American courtroom as soon as Monday. So I think what we probably did is we have some of their people somewhere. Our prison, Israeli prison, you name it. 
They probably wanted somebody. We wanted this SOB bad. We said to them, hey, what you got? And they said, you want this guy? Because we got him. He's of no use to us anymore. We'd like to get some of our people back. Uh, And we said, you know what? Let us maybe talk to somebody, whether it's somebody in Germany, whether it's somebody here. And lo and behold, uh, out of nowhere, a switch is made. Potentially. Again. Still trying to figure that one out. Family members of the people who died are talking about it because uh, it's a tough thing to talk about. And rarely do they talk about it anymore because it has been such a long time. And there's feeling that nothing was ever really resolved, even though one person was convicted and another person was acquitted. Most of the time I keep it out of my mind <clears throat> until something like this comes up and reminds you of the whole thing. Yeah. So good news. We got him uh, in court. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what they're going to charge him with. The conspiracy, terroristic acts. Uh, maybe the Brits want to get a hold of him. I'm sure there's a lot that goes into it, but it's a bizarre situation out of nowhere that we got this guy who, again, he was supposedly in Libya and we still got him. or we kidnapped his ass. What? 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Immigration. Talk a bit about that. A lot of other stuff to get to. It's Chad Benson Show. You're listening to the best of Chad Benson. The Chad Benson Show. Ho, 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 ho. Hey, what's up? It's me, Chad, here. You're listening to some of the amazing shows we did this year. We're reaching back into our bag of holiday goodies. From everyone here at the Chad Benson Show, we wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas and a happy, happy new year. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Immigration is a story, will continue to be a story because nothing will ever seem to get done. Uh, Kirsten Sinema stepped away from the Democratic Party. Her and uh, Tom Tillis of North Carolina are pushing hard to get a new bill out there that will do something. Is it perfect? Know this. In today's world where it's all my way or nothing, it'll never be perfect. Because we will not allow progress unless it's 100% progress the way that we want it. And that is frustrating. Absolutely is. But Title 42 is going to go away. If you don't know what Title 42 is, uh, it is a COVID era, era pandemic measure that was put in place to essentially allow our people to expel people almost instantaneously so you get over here you surrender whatever it is you get caught within 15 minutes you're back on the other side of the border and because well there's a pandemic going on we can't have that can't have a pandemic of people walking across telling everybody you gotta stay home you can't go outside you can't do any of this stuff because there's a pandemic you better get vaccinated you gotta wear a damn mask yeah but we just can't allow people wandering over 
So they have Title 42. Title 42 has been fought. It's been this this administration itself has fought to get rid of it. And at the same time is now asking, we got to keep it a little while longer because coming after Title 42 is nothing. Oh, that sucks. Texas is launching a new task force to stop illegal immigrants who are slipping past Border Patrol agents. This as the Biden administration asks for $3 billion to fight the surge as the Title 42 deadline nears. Look, even with Title 42 still in place right now, Border Patrol in multiple sectors in Texas are already essentially overwhelmed. Starting in Eagle Pass, early this morning in Eagle Pass is yet another single massive group of several hundred migrants crossed illegally. Almost all of them are single adults and they're coming in from countries that, for the most part, are not subject to Title 42, which is why they're willing to turn themselves in like this. They're willing to self-surrender because they feel they will be released into the United States. Yeah, and by the way, the Title 42, as they've whittled it down, it became certain countries only that were subject to Title 42. And you're just like, oh, God, this is so stupid. Uh, but, you know, one of the things that Kirsten Sinema is working on, again, she's here she is. She's now a independent uh Instead of being a Democratic senator, she's independent. One of the things she's working on with with Tom Tillis of North Carolina is this bill is going to give anywhere between 40 and 80 billion dollars to the Border Patrol. Fantastic. It's going to give an opportunity and a pathway to residency and citizenship for up to two million you know, DACA recipients. It is going to give people the opportunity, uh, though, to look and say, OK, how do we change the asylum law? Because what we have now sucks. The one we have now is, yeah, you could come here. Can I? Yeah, 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 it's totally fine. So, uh, uh, and and we'll look into your asylum thing. And while that's going on, we're going to turn you loose into this country. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, which is bizarre. So people are passing every single day. And the fear is once Title 42 goes away, it is going to not be, because here's the thing, we're understanding on this side that it's only a certain group of people from countries that, that are, are subject to Title 42 now. Everybody's waiting for the massive crush that's going to come, and they're not prepared. Even the administration has asked for a five-week stay on this because they know we're ill-prepared to handle what the potential may be. In the last 24 hours alone in that Del Rio sector, more than 2,100 illegal crossings there. An even bigger group yesterday afternoon, north side of Eagle Pass, a single massive group of 650 migrants crossed illegally all at the same time. At the exact same time that was happening, 350 crossed on the other side of town. So in a one-hour span yesterday, our team saw in Eagle Pass more than 1,000 people cross illegally. Huge drain on Border Patrol resources. Yeah, that is. And that's the other thing it's going to provide them. It's going to provide them the help they need in the back side of it. Because so much of when I talk to the Border Patrol agents that live by me, if you're new to the show, God bless you. People out in San Diego and Dallas and everything, you're listening, you're new to the show. I live in an area where Border Patrol, most of the people, the young people that live here, uh, you know, year round, because where I live, we have a lot of snowbirds. Uh, but the most of the residents that live here are Border Patrol agents. Because I'm out in the middle of godforsaken nowhere. I call it the Valley of the Dirt People. And we have a huge, massive, wide-open border where I live because we're right next to the Tohono Ona tribe, which is uh, the tribe doesn't allow you. They don't build anything on there. They won't allow them to build uh, a wall, let alone roads or anything else. So, the you know, the guys tell me all the time. It's like, look, man, we'll, we'll get in. And within 30 minutes, 
of getting in, putting on our uniforms, finding out what we're doing, grabbing our stuff, heading out, getting to the place we're going to go. We get right into it and we'll we'll chase some people. We'll catch them. And we may catch several and then some. And then the paperwork starts and it takes us off patrolling. And sometimes what the cartels do is they'll send people to specifically get chased. Caught or not, they're not bothered. Just go get chased. So once everybody scatters, then another group, a larger group usually, can wander through. And it takes away the resources, takes them off what they're supposed to be doing. So some of this money is going to go to that back, you know, uh, really the backroom staff that would help them uh, in in being able to to process and do all those things. On the north side of Eagle Pass, this is a Border Patrol processing facility. It's got capacity for 1,000 people, and it is already starting to overflow. We saw lines of migrants going out the door yesterday. There were Border Patrol vans loaded with migrants that couldn't unload yet because they're already getting so over capacity. And keep in mind, that is with Title 42 still in place. Happening in El Paso as well. Hundreds of migrants crossing illegally into El Paso last night, walking through the river, and then forming a single-file line, very nonchalant going into the nighttime hours just filing into the united states yeah like it's a ride that's what it is and it's crazy and remember for years up until biden took over and then really the last 16 or 18 months of trump because we had the remain in mexico policy where you know you had to yeah you can apply for asylum but you're remaining in mexico uh but for years uh, it was very seasonal, right? When it's 125 degrees, there's not a lot of water and you're walking through hell, not to mention the fact that you got to fight everything else that includes the cartels, the coyotes, people that want to human traffic you. Uh, there was a season where it's like, ah, there's no reason to come here. It's too hard to get through. It's not that kind of season. So there were certain times of the year that it exploded and other times where it quieted down. It hasn't been that way since Biden took over. In the last 24 hours alone in the El Paso sector, more than 2,600 illegal crossings. Those numbers are unheard of, unprecedented, especially for the month of December. And we're in December right now, typically considered a quote-unquote colder month. Remember, President Biden said this border crisis was seasonal. It only happens in the springtime. That is obviously not true. We are pushing into these colder months, and we are seeing record numbers on top of record numbers every day, and that is with title 42 still in place yeah and it's going to get much worse before it gets better there's no doubt in my mind it is going to get much much worse before it gets better and that's why we need comprehensive reform and know this that politicians aren't into that they're not into comprehensive reform they're not into any of the things that that we would think you know you would like to be because they're not into solving problems they're not because the problems are where they make their money the problems is where they find relevancy the problems is their safe space without those things well then they're just people just going and doing a regular job oh yeah right like that's the crazy thing but with those things it's a win with those things, they can enjoy massive amounts of donor money, lots of relevancy, and the opportunity to continue to stay in the places that they like to occupy and control, knowing damn well they're not truly interested in fixing the problem, just making it go further and further. Oh, yeah. 
Horrible, right? Absolutely. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, your Instagram. Speaking of Twitter, we'll do a little Twitter stuff coming up here in a little bit. Like, what the hell is going on there? There's a sale going on, by the way, at Twitter. (laughs) He's not selling the company, but he's selling pieces of the company. We'll talk about that. He got booed on stage, old Elon Musk uh, in San Francisco. I guess Chappelle was doing a show, brought him up. Talk a bit about that. We got some uh, some funny animal stories, a lot of stuff to get. It's, it's a great week, right? It's the final week of, of shows this year, but we're just enjoying ourselves. We're relaxing. We're still bringing you the news and making you go. You got to love that. 323-538-2423. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F Greens.com slash Chad. Go to Rough Greens right now. Get yourself a free bag of Rough Greens, vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and make a 369. All this incredible stuff right there. Right there. Inside of a little package, it's it's got everything you've wanted. It's a powder. You put it on top of your dog's food. They love the taste of it, and it is great for them. It helps their body in so many ways, with aches, with pains, with joint pain. It helps them with their digestive tract. It helps them with their fur and their skin. It helps them in so many ways, and it helps them with energy. If you struggle, right, you look around, your dog's like, you're struggling in a lot of things. You may not have the energy. They're getting a little bit older, a little bit sore. Try this. It's awesome. If your dogs are young and peppy, trust me, give them this. It is going to help them throughout their lifetime. Try it for free right now. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash chat. Roughgreens.com slash chat. Roughgreens.com slash chat. Chad Benson Joe. Irreverence? Um, like, Yeah. So what? It's the Chad Benson Show. I don't understand why I'm still sitting here. My bags are packed. I'm ready to go home. I just need an airplane to come and get me. I was led to believe that things were moving in the right direction and that the governments were negotiating and that something would happen fairly soon. Uh, Paul Whelan there thought he was getting out of jail, uh, if you will, and literally getting out of jail card. For the swap of the man they call the Merchant of Death, the Lord of War. They did not. Instead, we got Brittany Griner. People freaked out. I said last week over and over again, it was the most American thing in in many ways of the fact that she doesn't stand up for this and she hates it. And, of course, everybody goes back and forth. By the way, uh, go look at his record, old Paul. And if we're going to say, oh, he's just a great upstanding Marine. He was discharged. uh, unceremoniously told get out of here he had done some things that doesn't make it any you know i mean again both of them were in jail for something completely ridiculous i don't think based on his record he's a super spy uh that being said uh you know uh we got what everybody thought was the best deal that we could possibly get here's my issue would i have made the trade no for a lot of different reasons we had our uh, military analyst mike lines on over the weekend said, look, you know, uh, the Israelis will do anything to get their people back. They'll give five horrible, bad people up for the remains of one of their soldiers or somebody that's alive that is, in theory, no value to them as as a person who's going to come in. It was an intelligence officer or something like that, just as a as a, as a citizen, as a resident, as Israeli. 
And you're like, wow, that's something, you know, you, you, you know, and, and we know what they do. Now, in saying that, they're also like, and we also know that we've got these five people that we're going to follow around and kill them because if we have them in custody, they die. It's weird. But if we let them go and we kill them, well, that's a totally different story. It's not very nice. But I do worry about this. Kevin McCarthy talking about uh, us doing this and what it says to other nations. But what else it does, it makes every American who is overseas vulnerable. Why? Because they can pick you up on a trumped up charge to get somebody they want out. This is what's wrong. This is a sign of weakness. Every decision that President Biden has made in his 40 years when it comes to foreign policy has been wrong. And this is wrong. He left a Marine behind. Think about it. It's not an equal exchange. I'm glad an American's coming home. She was arrested for a trumped up charge. But to exchange the merchant of death for this? Yeah, and by the way, he uh, he has praised the war in Ukraine, said he will do whatever he needs to do to help, if that means picking up arms himself and heading to the front line, uh, cheer, ah, the whole nine yards. Uh, you're never going to get a fair deal and a deal you like. Uh, he wins because we're fighting over it. He wins because he got somebody bad who may down the road help them, maybe not immediately, but potentially down the road could could help in some way, shape, or form. He could go to other parts of the globe, which is Mike Lyon suggested, and be a thorn in everybody else's side, including places like Syria. Uh, it was not a good deal. And again, somebody else saying the same thing about eh, not a good look for other Americans, other places. As a country... We've kind of found ourselves in a point where we're saying in public we're willing to trade anybody to save even just one American. What does that mean for the future? And I do worry about the implications that could have for future hostage taking. Absolutely. One hundred percent. Meaning we'll snatch up. If uh, you know any country decides that we have somebody in our possession that they want back, they could just obviously arrest anybody and think that we would negotiate them away. So that has always kind of been a, a fear factor. And there are several others that are over there. Uh, I mean, Brittany Griner's home. Again, I, I wouldn't have made the trade based on the fact of their desperation. Trump and John Bolton apparently were both offered a deal for Paul Whelan and for Victor Boot, and they turned it down. At least that's what they're saying. Uh, I could see why. I could absolutely see why. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Speaking of Brittany Griner, what's she up to? Brittany Griner's agent says for the first time in 10 months, the WNBA star picked up a basketball and did a light workout. Her first act? A dunk, of course. Griner is staying at Fort Sam Houston in San Antonio, where she was taken after her release from a Russian prison last week. Griner and her wife are staying at a hotel on the base. Yeah, so she dunked a basketball. Fantastic. <laughs> Woo! Chad, we should never. I, I, look, let's. The debate is over. They got a lot of what they wanted. We're arguing and fighting over it. The reality is, they're a bad group of folk over there. We need to deal with that. Speaking of gra- a bad group of folk, uh, squirrels. Do they fall into that category of bad groups of folk? Grand Forks police said they arrested a 76-year-old man after his neighbor reported some bullet holes in the siding of their home. The man told officers he had been watching ball games on TV and noticed a squirrel on his bird feeder, the same one he'd seen over the past two years and tried to shoot before. But in his words, this time he considered it war and grabbed his 22 caliber rifle and started shooting from his bedroom window. Yeah, this rarely goes well, by the way, for the man shooting and the squirrel. Well, the squirrel, I'm sure, is fine, but uh, yeah, you, you did something else, sir, and I love his wife. 
A hole was found in the window of the neighbor's son's bedroom. The man received multiple charges and faces a possible two-year prison sentence. As he was being arrested, his wife said, Well, I told you. Squirrel! <laughs> this means war. I'm not giving up on you. Here's a movie right there. The Squirrel and the Man. Who will win? Ooh, very fair question. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. To Twitter, your Instagram, and all of the other things. The story there is do not shoot a squirrel in an area where your neighbor's house is close by and you can hit your neighbor's house. And I love his wife. I told you so, you idiot. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. To Twitter and your Instagram. Feel free to jump on board there and yell at me. It makes you feel better. If you're going to see the show, grab the podcast. Chad Benson, Chad. You're listening to the best of Chad Benson. This is the Chad Benson Show. Hey, what's up? It's me, Chad, here. You're listening to some of the amazing shows we did this year. We're reaching back into our bag of holiday goodies. From everyone here at the Chad Benson Show, we wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas and a happy, happy new year. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. You heard it here before it gets called white supremacy. Bear Grylls no longer calls the alarm clock the alarm clock. He calls it the opportunity clock. (laughs) He reveals he renamed his alarm clock as an opportunity clock to avoid negative connotations. Very much so. Look at that. Somebody's going to come up with it, though, because when Anthony told it to us, I'm like, oh, God, it's probably going to be about alarm equals trigger equals white supremacy. But now he's like, look, it's an alarm clock. The word alarm is not a healthy way to begin each day. It's the alarm clock. All right. It's the alarm. Right. But no, I'll kill that and I'll make it the opportunity clock. <gasps> yeah. Big benefits. Your opportunity. Days in front of you. Lots of stuff to do. Let's go. It's right now. Blank slate. Go, go, go. Keeping with the British theme. For all of you guys out there, goblin mode is the word of the year, according to the Oxford Dictionary. Last week, it was the Webster Dictionary, or as I like to call it, the Emmanuel Lewis Dictionary. (laughs) They gave him his own dictionary? It must be small. Such a Richard. But, uh, and gaslighting was ours, right? So the Brits have come up with goblin mode. Which is essentially, now I was looking at I'm like, what in God's name is goblin mode? Is that like, the hell is that? Well, I'm going to give you what goblin mode means. Okay, here you go. If you're not familiar with goblin mode, a type of behavior which is unapologetically unapolo- uh, self-indulgent, lazy, slovenly, or greedy, typically in a way that rejects social norms. In other words, you're a potato couch with attitude. Uh, yeah. So you're a potato couch with attitude. So if you're sitting around your house right now, and you're looking around, and we used to call that a slob, but, you know, but maybe depressed. Anthony 
producer Anthony said that maybe somebody she's really depressed or something or she's like they had a bad breakup they're out there in their bathrobe they haven't taken a shower you know for two or three days they're eating food out of a you know one of those containers you get from like the Chinese food store and they're just sitting there and you know and they got crumbs on them and stuff but the difference is you got to have the attitude of like whatever I'm better than you whatever so it's it's attitude as well as slovenly behavior oh Oh, that's interesting. Interesting indeed. 323-538-2423. At Chet Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. Uh, his name uh, is Dion Sanders. And Dion Sanders has left his football team. Now, he was a coach in the for Jackson State, so which is an HBCU, so historically black college university. He was a coach there. A lot of people wondered why Dion went there to coach originally because he wanted to coach. A lot of people thought, well, he's going to go straight to. But no, he ended up going to to Jackson State. Turned them around. They became, a for the last couple of years, a perennial powerhouse in the historically black college. They, I think they're 11 or 12 and 0 this year, uh, led by his son as the quarterback. But he sat down with his team the other day, and he was very honest. He's like, look, there's two ways that this thing goes for college coaches. Right. Uh, You know, you're either essentially fired or you get elevated. I got elevated. Like tells this to his team. Like, hey, I got elevated. You guys, you guys listening to me? I got elevated. I'm going up. Things are good. Things are good for me. So I got elevated. And he says he's taking the opportunity. Now, I don't fault him for that. I don't. A lot of people are pissed. They say, oh, you know, you turn your back on, you know, uh, people of color and stuff. You know what? Stop it. You had an opportunity to go somewhere else and to coach at a level where you're now going to be really trying to, first of all, you're you're going to have to really do some recruiting, have to, because, you know, historically black college, they're not competing with Alabama. They're not competing with even where he's going, Colorado. Not competing with any of the, the 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 big, you know, what they consider the power five. You're not competing with any of those. Now you've got a chance. Fantastic. Plus, they threw gobs of cash at him. And let's be real, his name is Neon Dion <laughs> for a reason. So everybody's mad at him. I'm like, whatever. Past that. Here's the thing, though, in today's college sports world. We said it earlier. Well, I think it was, uh, might have been Justin Fields who said, you know, uh, I didn't come here to play college. Meaning, I didn't come here to go to school. I came here to play football. And that's the reality of where we are today in modern college sports. So about three, four years ago, it was a big landmark case. Uh, 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 an O'Bannon brother, I think it was Ed O'Bannon, he ended up winning the case at the Supreme Court. They essentially said, hey, look, here's the deal. Uh, you know, and he's been retired for a long time. My face is on the cover of video games. Not just my likeness. All of these things is on the cover of video games. I don't make a penny for that. I don't make a cent. If I go to college on a scholarship, great. I get to go here for free. But if the... I can't work. I can't do anything. I can't even have a YouTube channel where I juggle, you know, right? Or cook 
or fix cars. And if I make a dollar on it, I'm in trouble. But a person who goes to college on a science scholarship, well, they can not only get employed, they can do their patents, the whole nine yards. A person who goes on a music scholarship, they can write music, sell music, do all that stuff, have their own YouTube, work other places. So they came and said, no, this can't. So it changed. It's a name and likeness. So name it, Jim, and likeness. So that's why you see all college athletes everywhere now. And the money's huge. It's huge. It's massive. Olivia Dunn is the number one earning college athlete. She made almost $3 million last year. Do you know who she is? Probably not. Do you know what she does? Probably not. She's a gymnast for LSU. Is she hot? Absolutely. And she knows it. And she says, look, I sell sex. <clears throat> kind of. That's kind of like what she said. Well, Neon goes to his team. And the first thing he says to his team, this is the first thing he says to his new team. So I want y'all to get ready to go ahead and jump in the portal and do whatever you're going to get. Because the more you jump in, the more room you make. Because we bring kids. That's smart. Say that smart. Smart. Tough. He tells his new team, hey, kids, go and jump in that portal. Get what you're going to get, because I'm bringing new people here. And then he gets them to say, because they're smart and tough. And the way that you recruit now isn't going into people's homes saying, I'm going to take care of your kid. We're going to show them da-da-da-da-da-da-da. It's not that anymore. Now it's like, look, uh, come to our school. We're going to guarantee you at least a million or $2 million of name, image, and likeness over the next three years. We're going to guarantee that automatically. College sports has changed, and it's not what it used to be. And it's it's bizarre to think, oh, but it, it, it is crazy, and it is – I got zero problems with it. A lot of pe- people do. I don't have a problem with it. I don't because I think if you're a model but you happen to play sports and you could be a runway model – why should you not get paid for being a runway? What is that going to take away from your eligibility? Oh, my God. He's the cover of a Vogue. He can't do that. No. If you're a great chef and you happen to be a kicker on a team or you, you play goalie on the, uh, you know, on, the, on the women's soccer team or whatever it is, why should you not be allowed to, to, to capitalize? But colleges are now essentially, they're not even hiding it anymore. We have a, a new coach at ASU. When they asked him, how are you going to turn this program around? He talked about, well, name, image, and likeness is one thing. We're going to have to do something. A booster there said, I'll put a million dollars in right now. At the press conference. They're not even pretending. Because that's what it is. They didn't come here to play college. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram. We're going to do some Twitter stuff coming up in a little bit, too. Uh the surprise and all this Elon stuff, you know, first of all, should there be surprises? I think you, what we talked about the last couple of days, what you thought was real is pretty much what it is. But there's a Democrat that people are going, that that guy's the right. That guy's the guy that said the thing right. That's the, that, that, who's that guy? Talk about him as well as a lot of other things. Tweet at us. Text the program 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Twitter, Chad Benson Show.
Welcome to the Chad Autonomous Zone, where free speech and uncensored thought run wild. No, I'm serious. Close-minded? Not a him. I'm a her. I, um, bipolar? There's a lot of things that I love about Hitler. No. Bipartisan? Don't abandon. Don't censor. Engage. Yes. The Chad Benson Show. This is insane. Woo! That's crazy. Man! Hey, yay, right after this, I'm going to say you crazy. I'm going to take your, your family away from you. We're not done with you yet. You cannot cause free hell? thought. We have to control the history books. We have to control mm-hmm. the banks. Mm-hmm. And we have to mm-hmm. go and kill people. Also, we're in the pedophilia. Ha, ha, ha. Man, I've said it once and I'll say it again. Kanye West is moving like a person who doesn't feel like he's going to be here much longer. And it's sad that folks are just watching this like it's normal. That man needs to be committed to an institution. Charlemagne, da, T-H-A, God. Uh, no relation. I'm actually related to the Charlemagne from France, but Charlemagne the God and I are no relations. But we've been saying it for a long time. Uh, bipolar, schizophrenic, whatever it is. He's not well. And it has turned into, yet in other places, put him on TV and allowed him to go wackadoo and say a bunch of stuff. Because, and, and you know, uh, I was talking to my uncle last night. We were joking around. He's like, well, his 2024 campaign has started. I said, dude, at the rate he's going, I'll lay money that he ain't going to see 2024. It's, it, it, it's, and we have turned tragedy and 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 sadness and mental illness into essentially entertainment I'm sad people watching. should not be sitting down with him no man yeah. dame dash already told y'all that like we are watching a manic episode in real time and it's getting progressively worse and i know that y'all think this Ooh. is just about anti-semitism but what kanye is doing right now is more than dangerous like in fact it actually should be criminal and black people and all other marginalized communities if you think for one second it will be safe for you in a country where nazis and white supremacists are empowered and people are attempting to normalize hitler then you got your rabbit ass mind and by the way if uh, i said the other day if you want to the they have the face of nazis right now it probably would be kanye uh, again today he asked the all jews should, should just forgive the nazis so they can move i mean he's just but uh, and enough with the, oh, my God, there's just, like, where are all the Nazis? Like, I walk down the street all the time. I don't see Nazis wandering around. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, they're everywhere. You're a Nazi. Okay. But besides that, right, like, where, where, where are they? Where are all the fascists and Nazis? When's the last time you had a, a big Klan rally and 20,000 Klans members showed up? Now, 20 may show up, and then 2,000 people rally against them. But... Charlemagne's right about something. This is the man who's having a manic episode. I don't even, again, schizophrenic. I don't know what it is. But it's not just him. I mean, we talked about it with, you know, Dr. Phil and Shelly Duvall when he had her on a few years ago. I'm like, my God, she is, uh, you know. Now, I don't know if he helped her or not, but she was, you know, she's not all there. There was no doubt about that. And we're, we we take people and and this this stuff that, you know, that they're having troubles within their lives. And we're like, you know, we should put it on TV. Might be a good thing. Really? I don't think really. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Imagine this. You go on a cruise. You're cruising around. Then all of a sudden, you wake up. 
and you're in the ocean. What? It was a Thanksgiving to remember. James Michael Grimes knows he's lucky to be alive. My worst fear is drowning, and that was something I did not want to have to face. The 28-year-old going overboard a cruise ship in the middle of the night, saying he spent about 20 hours treading water alone in the Gulf of Mexico. I wanted to see my family and I was dead set on making it out of there. I was never accepting that this is it. This is going to be the end of my life. Yeah, and by the way, uh, can I just say the belief... The belief that you're going to survive something, the will to survive is very real. Whenever you watch, I, I love watching that show, I Survive, where people talk about what, you know, what they went through, whatever it is. The, all of them have the same thing. It's like, I, you know, they didn't give up hope. They, they didn't. They did not give up hope. A lot of people do. So this cat wakes up. And the funny thing is, though, we always have to ask the question because I'm always cynical. It's like, how the hell did you... Get in the ocean. How many drinks do you think you'd had? I couldn't really say. Around 11 p.m. that first... By the way, when you don't know, that's how you got in the ocean. Tonight on board, James Michael told his sister he was going to the bathroom. What happened next is still unclear. Do you remember leaving and going to find the bathroom? No, ma'am. Do you remember falling off the boat? No. So you don't know how it happened? No, ma'am. I came to regain consciousness. I was in the water. With no boat in sight. No boat. And this is not like a boat. He was on a cruise. He was on a cruise. Hanging out. Next thing you know, he's in the water. Sharks? Absolutely. So in certain parts of the the, the ocean, they have things called white tips, oceanic white tips and whatnot. They're scavengers. They'll eat anything. A lot of, when you hear the great story of the Indianapolis, most of the sharks that probably ate were those because they don't see a lot of stuff out there. So when they do, they're willing to eat. The question is, how did you get found? James Michael says he spotted a tanker ship and decided to swim towards it. That was my final little burst of energy. The Coast Guard then arriving, his miraculous rescue captured on camera. And when that light finally hit me, somehow I heard it. We got him. And I seen a guy coming down from that helicopter. When the Coast Guard guy showed up in the water, what'd you say to him? Well, the first thing I actually told him was, I don't have any clothes on. (laughs) (laughs) He was worried about being naked. Uh, But he's safe. And he says he's never going to take anything granted again. And says, yes, he will go on a cruise ship again. But so much of that, of the want to be alive, is real. And, by the way, don't drink that much. Just throw it out. You're listening to the best of Chad Benson. The Chad Benson Show. Hey, what's up? It's me, Chad, here. You're listening to some of the amazing shows we did this year. We're reaching back into our bag of holiday goodies. From everyone here at the Chad Benson Show, we wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas and a happy, happy New Year. Independent Thoughts independent life this is chad benson you listen to that i say independent i love being independent i'm gonna be tethered to a party uh you know i may lean right in a lot of things uh i can lean left in some other stuff but i think i'm about where the average person in america lives uh and i love the fact that there's no tethering to something because i think we're at a position where our tribalism is getting out of hand baby out of hand 
you know, and so last week, it, uh, the old Kirsten Cinema stepped away uh, from the Democratic Party. And it's funny to listen to everybody, you know, attack her, uh, in particular, the, the Democratic machine, which is a lot of the mainstream press who go after her and just just try to destroy everything she, you know, she's she's about. She was horrible when she was with them. She was great. Two days later, she's like, I just don't think this is working. We're not getting to where we need to be as a nation. And it's like, ah, you're a horrible person. You know, Arizonans elected me to be an independent voice for the state. They also elected someone who promised to get things done. And I think we've been incredibly successful at doing that. Building these bipartisan coalitions, reaching across the party lines, getting rid of the noise that comes with partisanship. Nothing about that's going to change. No, no, no. She talked about immigration, which I think is very, very good. Because she is trying hard to fix some of this stuff. It's not perfect. We want perfect. You know what we want here? And, and I think she said it Thursday night, but uh, we've talked about it for a while. People are more interested in, it's like, could I have 70% of something that will benefit me greatly? But it'll also benefit the other team at 70%. Or would I rather us all have 0% and us just ruin everything and get nothing accomplished? Well, if it means they're going to get some sort of win, even though I will as well, then I would rather them get nothing. That is not a way to run any organization, let alone a government. Right now, you're working with um, Republican Senator Tom Tillis in North Carolina on immigration uh, and a bill that would both provide uh, extra security for the border and also provide a path to legal status for the dreamers. Will this help you achieve that or might it hurt your cause here by alienating Democrats whose votes you need? You know, I don't think it'll have any impact whatsoever. You know, Tom and I are working with a coalition of members in both parties in the Senate right now to build the support to try and pass this legislation. We all understand the urgency. I don't know if we can get it done or not by the end of this year. But we're trying so hard. Yeah, I I don't think they will just based on the fact that I just think there's going to be too much of a of of too much arguing, too much infighting. I think now to to show, ha, you you left us, so we're going to do nothing for you. I I just don't know how that's going to go. At the same time, the administration is trying to figure out a way to to slow immigration insanity down. And they're asking that the Title 42, which was supposed to go away and has now been pushed out to December uh, 21st, gets held on a little while longer. Please just hold it on just a little while longer. Doesn't have to be forever uh, because they're struggling as well. They're struggling as well. Because they know what's coming. They know the nightmare that's coming. They understand what potentially could happen. And that this whole situation when it comes to immigration is now the noise that's big enough that people even in D.C. are paying attention to because they're hearing it from not only the constituents back in their hometown, but also the media starting to report on it in a semi-honest way that this is unsustainable. And it's going to get worse. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Uh, this, interesting, we touched on it briefly last week. I think uh, very briefly. But if you're making a few bucks on your old uh, selling some stuff and to eBay and Etsy, whatever it is you're doing, get a little Venmo here and there, uh, be prepared. And the privacy, your privacy, doesn't exist anymore. You may remember when tens of thousands of IRS uh, documents, people's actual audits, were shared with the left-wing uh, organization, taken from the IRS, stolen from the IRS, 
very illegal. The IRS has made no effort and cannot tell Congress how this happened or what they're going to do to stop it. And they've refused to tell the Congress, never mind the American people, they don't even tell Congress what's happening there. They now got caught by their own internal uh, investigators destroying about 30 million tax documents. They won't tell the uh, Congress how they were destroyed. Were they burned? Were they buried? What happened? Were they lost? They're gone. They say they're destroyed. They won't answer these questions. No, no. And now they're going to be coming after you if you make $600 or more. So you get, so you, somebody Venmo's you, you know, you, you sell them something. You Venmo you 100 bucks, And you sell them a couch and they Venmo you 200 bucks, And, you know, you got a garage, this, that, and the other. And all of a sudden you look up and, and you know, you, you, you whatever, you, you service, you Venmo them 700 bucks. All of a sudden now, that $20,000 threshold that was sitting out there is dropped down to $600. What? Yeah. But I thought they were going after billionaires and gazillionaires. Well, they know that they're smart enough to get around whatever it is they're throwing at them because they helped uh, along with them to write the rules. But you, not so much. So if you've got, say, for instance, somebody uh, that cleans your pool or does your yard or babysits your kids and you Venmo them uh, a couple hundred bucks a week or whatever it ends up being, uh, at the end of the year now, instead of that kind of being cash under the table kind of thing that we just or whatever it is, you, you've got a part time business and you, you sell jewelry or whatever, you know, you, you make uh, websites for people and that's just very part time. You're going to get billed for that. Get ready for it. Piss people off. Absolutely. This is what happens when you don't pay attention. Well, we're going to pass it, find out what's in it because it's the Inflation Reduction Act and it's totally getting rid of inflation. Eh, not so fast. Not so fast, kids. Just point that out to you. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, we found it. There is the Golden Globes. I said earlier, I don't know if they are out. They are coming out. They're not coming out. And, uh, yeah, they're apparently going to be coming out. If I've done something to you, just tell me what I've done to you. There's Colin Farrell in the Banshees of Inishirin. The dark comedy leading the pack of nominees for the 2023 Golden Globe Awards. Eight nods, including Best Picture. Now, producers looking for a return to form after diversity issues and misconduct allegations against the Hollywood Foreign Press Association derailed last year's broadcast. That's right. Other nominees include Kevin Costner, Best Actor for Yellowstone. Fight or we die. And Viola Davis, Best Actress for her turn in The Woman King. The ceremony airs January 10th on NBC. Oh, so going to win. She's so going to win that. Absolutely. I'm telling you, uh, I'm looking at some of this stuff. The Whale's going to win some, right? Best Motion Picture, Avatar. It's not even out yet. Elvis, Fableman's Tar, Top Gun, Maverick. They had to put that there. I was reading an article this weekend about... Uh, why are award-winning movies something that nobody wants to see? <laughs> it's because they don't care. It's because they're crap. They're not made for the average person. Nobody wants to watch a three-hour movie about a disgruntled, angry person that does that's an orchestra leader. That's tar. Oh. Yeah. So here's the best performance by an actor in a motion picture drama. Uh, Brendan Fraser, The Whale, Austin Butler, Elvis, Hugh Jackman, The Sun, Bill Nye, uh, Living, and Jeremy Pope, The Inspection. Mm. I have uh, I've heard of Elvis and The Whale. 
I keep saying, watch, you mark my words. Brendan Fraser is going to win this year, the whale. And, and maybe, maybe the other Brendan is going to get nominated as well, uh, who is just incredible in the, the Banshees of the Irishian or Innishin, whatever it's called. Again, another movie I will never see, although it looks kind of interesting. Uh, I have kids, so that kind of takes me away from a lot of stuff. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show, Twitter, Instagram, all the stuff. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. You go to Rough Greens right now, you get a free bag of Rough Greens. It's got vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, all of this incredible stuff, all in one great place. Now, what do you do with it? Well, when you get it, Dr. Dennis Black is a naturopathic doctor. It took him a quarter of a century to formulate all this amazing stuff. You're going to do something amazing with it. You're going to sprinkle it on top of your dog's food, and it's going to bring your dog's food to life. Your dog's food is shelf-stable. So if you don't know what that means, it means it's supposed to live on a shelf more than it is supposed to be a living, breathing kind of good food for you. And this is going to help with that. It's going to help in so many ways and add to it. It's going to help your dog with your aches and pains for the dogs. Their joint pain is going to help with their digestive tract, their 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 breath, their teeth, all of the great stuff, as well as their fur and their skin. Try it now. Get a free bag delivered straight to you. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash chat. Absolutely free. All you do is cover the cost of shipping and it comes to you. R U F F Greens.com slash chat. At Chad Menson Show, Twitter, C H A D B E N S O N. All right, coming up, it is the holiday season. I was playing holiday music. In fact, yesterday I was, I was subjecting the kids to uh, when they didn't have their headphones on as they were all charging to listening to me sing crazy Christmas songs that I love. But every once in a great while, for all the fight, for all the anger, for all the hate, and it's just too much of it out there. We need to take a step back, breathe, realize how blessed we are in this amazing country, and take a look at the fun and good that so many people are doing. And we got two really fun stories that were chronicled on this little thing called the tick. And the talk. I would join the TikTok, but quite frankly, the Chinese are going to be spying on us, and I don't need them because I say some stuff that's sometimes unkind towards them. 323-538-2423. Chad Benson Show. Welcome to Tribal Free Radio. Information over affirmation. Facts over fiction. It's ridiculous, and I want you to know that. You call it ridiculous, we call it reality. That's a crock. Real over fake. God help us. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. The Chad Benson Show. Fighting truth decay the American way. See the blaze and you'll be for us. Strike the harp and join the chorus. La 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 la. Follow me in merry merry. Now King Cole, the greatest of greatest kids. It is our final shows of the year. Uh, after this week, we're taking some much needed R and R, which I could totally do with. But you know what? It is the holiday time. And I would say something. Uh, I love the holidays. And, uh, you know, just the little things that go on, little stories you hear uh, that are fun, that are heartwarming, that are just interesting. Case in point, very much a heartwarming story. We've got two of them back. We're doing a twofer on this, kids. So sit back and relax. 
Some TikTok stories here. What? Yeah. No, this is awesome. Uh, bunch of people stranded. Orlando. Can't get to where they're going. Knoxville, Tennessee. Bunch of people sitting around going, hey, let's make a movie. Here's the deal, everybody. <laughs> so you're at the Orlando International Airport. Your flight to Knoxville, Tennessee has been canceled. You're stuck overnight. You have several options. Me and a bunch of strangers in my family, we decided to rent a 15-passenger van and ride back eight hours to Tennessee. Rent a van with fellow passengers and drive overnight. And that's what 13 of them, complete strangers, decided to do. I love that. Kind of cool thing. A little planes, trains, and automobiles, different ways. It's only an eight-hour drive. We're doing it. I thought it was crazy. I I was like a little nervous because I was like, this is weird. We're just getting into a van with a bunch of strangers and everything. Let's title this 13 Strangers Stuffed in a Van. Was it comfortable? No. We're going to get ourselves where we got to go tonight. I'm tired, but yeah. Was it fun? Yes, and the excitement kicked up a notch when Elena brought the TikTok nation along for the ride. Needless to say, it was a box office hit. Once I refreshed it one time, like two times back to back, and it jumped hundreds of views each time, I was like, oh, snap. I think this is one of them videos. It's about to do it. Yep, one of them videos, 13 people heading off to Knoxville, having a little bit of fun. You know what? We don't know each other, but we're all going to the same place. No different than getting inside of an airplane, waiting around here, ain't going to get us anywhere. Then TikTokers started to create their own movie script. Two passengers were cast as Russian spies. Another pegged as the first passenger to die if it became a murder mystery. He took it and ran with it. Elena's mom, Renee, became an overnight sensation. It was funny. Like, I love listening to them. Oh, I'm a fan favorite. Let's go, girls. How does the movie end? Well, they make it to Knoxville, and now they're fast friends. Maybe 13 strangers stuffed in a van will become a movie because apparently Hollywood is calling. Yeah, and you knew that was going to come. Make some fun out of it, but it sounds like a good time. They'll turn it into something wacky and crazy, but that's still kind of a fun story. And I love that. I absolutely love stories like that. But this one right here, this one's just a story that makes your heart smile. And at a time when we fight and argue over everything, when nobody can say a kind word to anybody, it seems anymore. Well, you know what? Some people out there like doing good things for people. And I love that. Excuse me. Yes. I forgot my wallet at home. Mm-hmm. Is there any chance I could get like a piece of bread? No problem. Just want something to eat. Yeah. You want a cup of coffee? You sure? I paid for it. You sure? Yes. Why are you doing that? We're human and we have to be nice to each other. Never know when I might see you on the road and you might be of help to me. I'm Zachary, by the way. Nice I'm to Sonia. Be- are you sure? Yes, I would pay for it. Don't worry about it. I'm very sure. If I wasn't sure, I wouldn't do it. We have to be kind to each other. Oh, thank you so much. Pay something nice to somebody every day. Pay it forward. Pay it forward. Something nice to somebody every day. I love that. Here's the thing. It's TikTok. Not everything's always as it seems. Somebody's doing something nice for somebody. You never quite know who that somebody is or what that somebody can do for you. My wallet right here. Oh. At $1,000. Oh, my God. <laughs> for you. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'll pay it forward back to you. What? <laughs> Yeah. I love you. I, know, I love you too. What's your message to the world? We were brought up to be kind, not to be hateful. My mother always said we have one blood, and there's no black and white blood. Amen. I, I absolutely second that. Yesterday, uh, 
went to my son's hockey game. So we, he, you know, he was excited and, and my, it was my stepdaughter's 12th birthday this weekend. So we went out to San Diego. He, she wanted to be with Jack. Jack's her best friend. We go out, but yesterday he had an early game. They were up all night playing around in the hotel and uh, goofing off. And so I got him up and, and I got little Charlie up and went to the hockey game. And it was at the wrong place. They had messed up the schedule. But we were getting ready to go leave. And there was a lady coming down a hill with a bunch of boxes. Like, you know, just, I think they were napkins and straws and stuff for like the, you know, it's a big mall too, by the way, where the hockey rink is. And the, she was walking very slowly. And you could see that this stuff looked like it was teetering. And she got to the bottom of the hill and she had a bump and it fell off. And my son was there. Dropped all of his hockey equipment and picked up all of those things for her. And I said to myself, I win. He's amazing. He's incredible. That's little things like that in life that matter more than anything else. And it just, it made me smile. You know, I mean, I, I told him, I said, I don't care if you win or lose your hockey game. I care about what you did there mattered more. And I think we need more of that, being kind to one another, because it is so easy, it seems, to just hate on each other and to listen to noise and don't listen to the noise. Turn it off. It ain't good for you, right? If junk food's not good for you, putting nasty stuff in your mind ain't good for you. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show your Twitter. You're missing the show. Grab the podcast. It's the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Hey, what's up? It's me, Chad, here. You're listening to some of the amazing shows we did this year. We're reaching back into our bag of holiday goodies. From everyone here at the Chad Benson Show, we wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas and a happy, happy new year. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Chaos, craziness, lunacy, you know it, I know it. If you haven't heard, I'm sure everybody has, whether it be from Twitter or the television. Uh, Kanye lost his bleeping mind yesterday, and here's something I want to say. He's nuts. Schizophrenic. I don't even think he's bipolar. I think I heard several people say he's schizophrenic. It was something to behold. What took place yesterday was so bizarre. So we sat down with Alex Jones, right? So this is Alex Jones, right? This is the guy. Oh, the frogs are gay. Frogs are gay. Frogs are all gay. There's a bunch of gay frogs. You guys know it. I know it. Everybody's frog gay. Gay frog. It's Alex Jones. He sits down in the uh, Balaga. Is that how you say it? He's got this hoodie on, but it's like a ski mask. And you can't see his face. He's got this other big jacket on. At one time, he brought out a butterfly-like net and a Yoohoo bottle and started doing voices. But for all the craziness and chaos... He not only tripled, doubled, quadrupled down, he went the full Monty 
when it came to his love of the Nazis. Yeah, I don't, I don't like the word evil next to Nazis. I think we need to look at... <laughs> oh, my goodness. The most Nazi-like activities I've seen, and, and the Nazis, in my view, were thugs that shook people down to a lot of really bad things. But they did good things, too. We're going to stop dissing the Nazis all the time. I love Jewish people, but I also love Nazis. Uh, excuse me? I love Jewish people, but I also love Nazis. We got to stop knocking it down. Right? Because there's a bunch of good ones out there. You guys just are missing out. I don't think Hitler was a good guy. I get the uh, the Hugo Boss uniforms. Amazing. Uh, but, I mean, just because you're in love with the design, you're a designer, can we just kind of say, like, you like the, the you like the uniforms, but that's about no, it. No, we, we, no, I, there, there's a lot of things that I love about Hitler. A lot of things. Hey, uh, Netten, what did you think about that, Netten? This is insane. You are an insane person. As you can hear from his voice, he brought out a... Net? Yeah. And with the Yoohoo or the Yahoo, Netanyahu. And the reason is, is because he believes that Jews are trying to kill him. Uh, that also uh, is a change of pace from the MK Ultra that they're also coming after him. But uh, they try to take down his airplane. The Jews. This is where he is. Now, we're at the point during this interview where <laughs> even Alex Jones is like, I'm feeling uncomfortable. <laughs> Uh, I, you look, I, I hate Hitler and those guys are a bunch of bastards and I want any part of that. You know, I'm in a lot of trouble. You guys are, you know, I spend a lot of money in those. But he was off the rails. I love everyone and Jewish people are not going to tell me you can love us and you can love what we're doing to you with the contracts and you can love what we're, you know, what we're pushing with the pornography. But this guy that invented highways, invented the very microphone that I use as a musician. You can't say out loud that this person ever did anything good, and I'm done with that. I'm done with the classifications. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table, especially Hitler. And he didn't kill six million Jews. That's just like factually incorrect. Well, did he himself as an individual kill six million Jews? He did not. Did he orchestrate and with others with inside the regime that he created come up with the final solution that killed six million Jews and brought upon a war that ended up costing countless millions of lives over a four year period? Yes, he did. That's on him. He did not invent highways. Did he put in infrastructure to try to get every German to work? And by doing that, again, building up something so he could take away something. Steal all your freedoms while giving you the freedom of economic success. Yes. And so the, you know, the, the pushing of the auto bonds and the building the highways across and all the things that he had visions for so much of that wasn't about, I want all the German people to work. I want to steal everything I possibly can as far as their freedoms go, because I have a different plan. And that's what he did. He did not invent the microphone. Emil Berliner would probably be the one uh, who was a American German born, you know, but he, no, it was not him who invented the microphone for the love of God. He's not done. 
Ari Emanuel, how you like that one? Hey, Ron, you're going to do anything to fix Chicago? They want to separate and confuse the Christians and make us afraid to stand next to each other. A Christian can stand next to anyone. We can go visit R. Kelly in prison. We can go talk to Harvey Weinstein. That's what Jesus did. Yes, because Jesus can save everyone. Yes, that's exactly what Jesus did. 100%. Jesus did do that. He didn't hang out with R. Kelly, but yes, he saw the, 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 all of the bad that was out there. He didn't come to save the people that were righteous. He came to save the people that struggled, which is everyone, by the way, because everybody's a sinner. But there, that's what he did. That being said, when he talks about, you know, Hitler was a Christian. No. In fact, read Mein Kampf if you want to. <laughs> His goal was to destroy Christianity. Uh, but he lost his mind. He did. And I'm going to say this. I do believe that he is mentally unstable. And the question is this. I don't think there's a way back from any of this. I don't. But what if he was schizophrenic and he was in a hospital for seven months, a year, whatever it was. And he came out and he said, I don't, you know, I don't know any of that. I, I, I don't remember any of those things. I mean, you know, like I, 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 you know, he could say I said those things, but I don't ever that how I got. Now, I don't think that'll ever happen with Kanye. I think Kanye's done. Uh, I think he is. He is absolutely completely just I, I and stop giving him a damn microphone. I'll tell you this now. If they called today and said he wants to be on your show, I don't want him. I feel he's mentally disturbed, and I don't want him. I don't want him spewing his BS and his hate. And and by the way, you're not going to reason with somebody who is in a position that he's in. If that's your goal, is to have a conversation and think, well, I could change hearts and minds. No, people are exploiting it because I know he's going to go anywhere and say crazy things, and they're going to get on the news. But if the Zionists can get us so afraid that they're going to do what they've been doing to me, attempting to put me in jail, freeze my accounts, smearing me on the media, all of these things... You know, you put on the whole armor of God and they will not be able to break your spirit. Yeah, not be able to break your spirit. That's what they're not going to be able to do. They're not going to break your spirit because the Zionist and the, they're going to take my plane down. And they're, What the hell are you talking about? Lost the plot. And it's sad. And it's sad to watch somebody melt down. He also was asked about, you know, because he, they finalized the divorce a while ago. So they got a quick divorce. But the finalization of the money came through the other day. Where he's paying $200,000 a month in child support. Okay. Uh, when I asked about, like, you know, what about your kids? Because I look at this and I think, dude, you got kids. You got kids who are not only watching this, but you got kids who are growing up in the spotlight already. And yes, they're blessed with a lot of stuff, but they're also, their dad's melting down. He's saying stuff that's absurd. It is, it's, I mean, my God, for a moment, think about, but he's, 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 he's lost it. Think about your kids going to school. Last time I checked. You know, might go to school with somebody who's Jewish. Might. Oh, yeah, it's a possibility. It's, it's, 
Uh, it's sad. Stop. I mean, several years ago, I remember, uh, was it Shelly Duvall was on with Dr. Phil. And I thought to myself, because she was super disturbed, and I said to myself, she shouldn't be on television. We're using her, her loss of everything in her mind and all of these things as a entertainment. And I feel like that's what's going on here. People are also now, you know what? He's, he's not making music. No, you know, not, all that stuff's gone. He may make some stuff. I mean, he's going to release it. I, I don't know who's going to carry it. But the, the thought is, is, is it's entertainment now. And it, and it feels kind of dirty. It does. It's sad. And again, I think of the kids. I think of your kids and a situation like that where, you know, you, you, you're, you're famous by default because of your last name and who your mom and dad is. And your dad now is the face. Somebody said, I said, you know, it would be hard to argue against him being the face of, of, of you know, of, and the voice right now of anti-Semitism. And Nazism. That's hard to argue against. Crazy, right? You mean the brother? Yeah, the brother. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. All right, coming up. Boom. Give you my pick. This weekend's big game. Tomorrow, the United States take on the Deutsch. The Dutch. The Ange. Give my pick. Tell you who I think is going to win. What I think is going to go down. And what our chances are. Chad Benson Show. Welcome to Tribal Free Radio. Information over affirmation. Facts over fiction. It's ridiculous, and I want you to know that. You call it ridiculous, we call it reality. That's a crock. Real over fake. God help us. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. The Chad Benson Show. Fighting truth decay the American way. The week's most powerful new release Slaves are free Is the slavery drama Emancipation Starring Will Smith That's in select theaters And streaming next week on Apple TV Plus The only movie opening in theaters across the country Time for some season's beatings Is the Santa Claus action thriller Violent Night Starring David Harbour And new streaming this weekend The steamy period romance Lady Chatterley's Lover Hits Netflix Along with the animated Scrooge A Christmas Carol And Sunday Night on Showtime Stand by Michael Shannon and Jessica Chastain starring George and Tammy about country music legends George Jones and Tammy Wynette. Yeah, some stuff. Uh, uh, the whole emancipation thing. Everybody says it's amazing, but can't get past Will Smith. You're like, oh, yeah, so that's that's a thing. <laughs> I got a great meme sent to me yesterday. <laughs> so Will Smith says, I will slap Kanye if it gets me out of being canceled <laughs> you do that and we'll we'll talk all right the thawing will have the thawing will have begun and yes i want to see violet night i've read several reviews to say it's hilarious it's funny and it's exactly what it sounds like violet night where santa john leguizamo leads a bunch of people into this rich people's house and their daughter gets a like a little walkie-talkie and it's supposed to be able to talk to santa claus and it actually does. And he's in the house. And guess what? 
There are a bunch of bad guys in the house, and he decides that they're all on the naughty list, so he's going to take them out. Looks kind of fun. That's the kind of Santa Claus movie I like when it's just me, kids. It is the World Cup. It is time. It is this weekend. Oh, baby. Who's ready for it? Me. Me. That's who's ready for it. I'm pumped. I'm excited. Let's get it going. We're confident against, uh, against anyone. Uh, we just have to go out there and apply ourselves and, and do what we have to do to get the job done. Yeah. And it's going to be a tough game. So who do we play tomorrow? We take on the Dutch. They coined the phrase way back in the day, total football. What is total football? Everybody can play every position. If you're a forward and, and, you're, and, and the guy that's a winger or defender goes and makes a play, you could step back and you could take his position. Everybody knows it's called total football. They are amazing. A country that small who has produced some of the greatest players in history, including the likes of Johan Cruyff, uh, Vin Jansen, who was my coach when I was younger, uh, played, in the, played in two back-to-back World Cup finals. I mean, this is finals. I mean, these, these, these are some of the best players on the planet. And we face two big ones tomorrow. Cody Gapko, who is the big goal scorer for them. He's 23. He's wanted by all these teams. And oddly enough, he stayed another year. He plays in Holland still for a team called PSV. PSV Eindhoven. It's a small team compared to Manchester United and Chelsea and Inter Milan and, and Real Madrid and Barcelona. All these teams want him. But he stayed another year. And he is scored in every game. And then they have the best defender, arguably, in the world in a guy named Virgil van Dijk. It will be tough. If you were to say who's better at soccer, the Dutch or the Americans, you're going to go, totally, the Dutch. We're much better than we used to be. When I played soccer, when I first came up, I loved the game. My first few coaches, my dad included, he was reading the book during the game trying to figure out where to place us because he had no idea. He had no idea. Defenders can cross the half line. He didn't know. Goalies can only pick the ball up in what ball? No idea. Zero idea about any of the game. Why? We have the best athletes on the planet. People ask us, why aren't we most dominant in the world? Well, because our athletes have choices. In many of these countries, they have choices, but really there's a choice. And then there's little choices. But these kids that are playing now, they've grown up with coaches that are all major players who were not just playing for the U.S., all over the world. They've grown up with the best coaching, the best nutrition. We're as good as anybody in, in, in our midfield. We lack a bit up front in scoring, and I think our defense is good, not great. But I think we have a chance tomorrow. I think it's going to be a tough game, and starting tomorrow, it's extra time. So there will be a winner tomorrow. There's no ties from here on out. I think we win it. In extra time, 2-1, to one, and we advance to the quarterfinals. If we do that, the chances are we would play Lionel Messi and Argentina because they take on the Socceroos. G'day there, the Socceroos. That's what they're called in Australia. And uh, uh, I think they're going to get by them uh, fairly easily. You're listening to the best of Chad Benson. The Chad Benson Show. Ho, 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 ho. 
Hey, what's up? It's me, Chad, here. You're listening to some of the amazing shows we did this year. We're reaching back into our bag of holiday goodies. From everyone here at the Chad Benson Show, we wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas and a happy, happy New Year. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. China is having issues, you know that. And it's not just COVID protest over the lockdowns. There's also COVID protest over the fact that, well, quite frankly, some people, you can't leave your house. For some people, you can't leave your work. Anger boils over into violent protests at the world's largest iPhone factory. Workers stream out of Foxconn's factory dorms in central China. Protesting unfair treatment, dirty living conditions, and chaotic COVID rules at the Apple supplier. Videos obtained by CNN show a group of police in white hazmat suits beating workers with batons and metal rods. The police are hitting people, a worker shouts in the video. The scene turned into a river of blood. Police hit the workers ruthlessly. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty brutal. And it's funny yesterday to try to ask Tim Cook about that and he would he ignored all the questions, but Foxconn is like the supplier for Apple. And while everybody else so here's what happened during the COVID zero COVID policy, which isn't changing. You know, people think, Oh, they're they're loose, they're not loosening squat. They're not doing anything. They pretend, but they're not. So but during COVID, the first few rounds of COVID, uh it was very interesting to watch the way that things took place because big manufacturers went to China and said, well, we, we need our stuff. So you're going to have to, you know, this can't happen. And uh, so you're going to have to figure stuff out. So what they did is they just basically said, all right, well, you guys get to work. You're necessity. And uh, we don't really care about you. You already work in squalor and slave-like conditions. So if you guys got to live there, you're just going to have to suck it up and deal with it, buttercup. Yeah, they're not happy about it, though. It's getting worse. Well, everybody else is locked down. They can't go home. They're stuck in these. It, it is. It is. We can't fathom this stuff. And it's it's disgusting. The protest escalated into the evening, workers tearing down COVID barriers, using metal beams against police. Masses of they worked together to push over a police car, cheering and chanting. Since October, the Foxconn plant has been sealed off from the outside world after a COVID outbreak that forced employees to live and work on site. And what videos obtained by CNN show are filthy conditions, garbage piling up in the hallway. The factory plunged into chaos. Videos showed workers scrambling, fighting to get enough food and supplies. Yeah. But I really want that iPhone 14 so I could tell everybody how horrible they are on Twitter. Hey, Chad. Masses of workers walked miles along highways to escape the plant. Analysts estimate this factory produces more than half of Apple's iPhones. Apple already warned customers they'll need to wait even longer to get their new products because of China's COVID lockdowns. So to attract workers, Foxconn promised higher pay and bonuses. New workers signed up. But when they got to the factory, the pay package was worse than what Foxconn advertised. 
A Foxconn employee said workers felt cheated, leading to thousands of people protesting. <laughs> they lied? What? When you hear that, think about that for a second. For those of you who have an iPhone, right? For a lot of the things that we have, we it's 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 much like with uh, you know, uh, you know, you know, nobody wants to know how the the, the burger is made, kind of thing. You know, no, nobody wants to know that. It, it's the same thing. It's your iPhone. Uh, those are people. It's it's. Look at that. Look what they do. Look how they treat their people. And our our worry is, hey, uh, people who want the iPhone 14, you're gonna have to wait a little. What? 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 I have to wait longer? Oh my God! How? What? They were pissed. They were. China does not care. It doesn't. I told somebody yesterday, and I I stick to this right now. If you told Xi, if you kill 50 million of your people, but COVID will be gone, he would do it in a heartbeat. Think about that. Because there is nothing but the party, and that's it. Everybody else is, 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 is a number. They are nothing. They're of no importance. Their lives mean nothing. And that's horrible to say there's no way he would. Yeah, he would. He would. I mean, the reality is, if you go look at this, right? And Gordon Chang's brought this up to us on, on several occasions. He believes that Xi and in, in China are... 100% culpable for this, whether it was lab made or not, 100% culpable in this because they encouraged everybody to continue to take flights from China, knowing full well this thing spread like a wildfire and lied to us because they didn't want to be in a situation, well, hey, if we're stuck with it, everybody else should be stuck with it. And if it's going to hurt you, let's make it hurt you. Took advantage of it. Remember when Trump wanted to shut it down? He said, he's a racist. He's a racist. He's a racist. Let me ask you a question, everybody. If you could go back and we could stop flights coming in here and nip it in the bud before it happened, uh, would you do it then? Well, I mean, you know, it's because because of red. Would you do it then? Would you? What about the origins, Chad? It was natural. No, the virus itself may have been in nature but the leaking of the virus and the changing of the virus to get it to a point where it recognized humans was able to get from human to human very fast that wasn't remember if you brought it up how much trouble oh my god you can't you can't no china is in it to win it that's why i love what uh uh christy gnome is doing in South Dakota. She's the governor there. I love what she's doing. I think more companies, companies, not just states and that stuff, they need to do this. 
Yesterday, I signed an executive order that would ban uh, downloading the TikTok app or accessing it at all from any state device. It's off our networks. It's blocked off of our servers. Any state employee, anybody who contracts with the state of South Dakota, anybody who uses any of our systems no longer will be able to download or utilize this app because of the national security threat that it is. It will be a criminal offense if they do because of the threat and the access to personal information that it would jeopardize. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It is addictive. Over an hour plus a day, people are spending on it. And that's that's an, that's, that's an average because there are people out there that spend zero time on it. And there are other people out there who spend all day on it. And it is addictive. And it's getting in and it's it's we can't stop it unless we get rid of it. Trump tried to do that. Everybody's like, oh, that's your, now what do you have? You have Biden's people. The FCC and several other places are like, dude, we need to get rid of this thing. There is no doubt this thing is exactly what everybody thought it was, what he said it was. But because of the hatred of Trump, you couldn't talk about stuff like that. Here's the reality of it. Yeah, I like what she did. I think companies should do this. you got a company phone. Don't let them have access to it because you want to sit there and amuse yourself. So it's important that we take action to protect the people of South Dakota. You're talking a lot tonight about Twitter and what Elon Musk is uncovering with Twitter. That's an American-owned company. You look at what how they have manipulated algorithms and think about how China has manipulated the algorithms to spy on the American people and collect data off of them. It's so much worse. And they're our enemy. They hate us. This is why it's so important that other elected officials take action as well. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Absolutely. 100%. Do they hate us? The Communist Party wants nothing to do with us. Xi in particular and, and, and the likes of him. Yes, absolutely. Their nationalism is about them and them alone. There is no live and let live. There's enough for everybody scenario in this. 323-538-2423. At Jeb Edson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Give us some NFL picks coming up a little bit. Plus a little nature. Nature got punched in the face this time by a little girl, and she is hilarious. Talk about that straight ahead. Ah, Raycon, best earbuds around. Love my Raycons. But on top of that, Raycon is more than just earbuds. It is quality audio like you could not believe. From the best gaming headphones around that my kids absolutely love to the absolute most incredible, and I do mean incredible, little speakers and big speakers that are truly just otherworldly. And, of course, the earbuds that are amazing. Right now, save 15% site-wide, get free shipping, buy now, pay later, 30-day happiness guarantee. You can knock every single person on your list out with the best gifts around. Premium audio at a price that will not break your bank. You go to buyraycon.com slash chad right now and use code holiday. 15% off site-wide. Buyraycon.com slash chad. Love these things. My kids love the gaming headphones. So if you got somebody who loves gaming, these headphones are amazing. Fit, comfort, awesome. Buy now, pay later is also available. Go right now. Buyraycon.com slash chat. Use, use that code HOLIDAY to save an extra 15%. At Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, and all the other things. All right, coming up, we'll discuss it. Nature will mess you up. But sometimes nature gets popped right in the face, and sometimes it's a little girl. You don't mess with little girls. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. 
where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. As you guys know, nature can mess you up. You know that. I know that. We all know that. Sometimes, though, you fight back and you give nature a little what for. I'm flying. Ten-year-old Jasmine Carney is one brave, cool kid. I fought a shark and won. You heard that right. Just 48 hours ago, a shark coming right at Jasmine at Hope Sound Beach. What did you see? What did you hear? Something grabbed me, so I'm like, don't you touch me. It looked pretty big, and it was gray. It hurt, so I'm like, kick it, run away. She's a winner right there, kids. She's like, don't you touch me. I don't know who you think you are. She seems like somebody who would sing as she's fighting the shark. I love it. She's just cool. I was amazed. She came running up that beach, screaming, Nana, Nana, something bit me, something bit me. And I saw all the blood. I went and got a lifeguard. Jasmine flying by chopper to Palm Beach Children's Hospital at St. Mary's. Shark bites coming over. Stunning her surgeon. Well, she was very positive from the get-go. Positive. She's like, look, this thing bit me. We're going to be all right. Let's just, uh, I'm going to walk this off. You guys don't need to give me any uh, anesthesia. Let's just do this. Focus on the pod. No, she didn't say that. But still, I I love it, right? Positive. Positive thinking, kids. Positive. She just, I kick it. You, you better watch out. You know, it's a bull shark, too, by the way, probably, most likely. Uh, which the fact that she got away that easy. Bull sharks aren't pals of a lot of things. They're the uh, tiger sharks and bull sharks. Tiger sharks are the ocean's garbage can. Bull sharks are the ocean's rhino of hate and anger. A little girl so collected, even with a badly beat up foot. There's a piece missing. It's about this big. Luckily for her, this was the only location that she was beaten. We asked young Jasmine how she's managing to keep calm all this time. This is kind of my favorite one. Busting out her camera roll. To answer that, she'd like everyone to meet her six-year-old brother, Jackson. He's pretty curious, so I might as well stay calm because I know he wouldn't want me to be scared because he's the best little brother in the world. Oh, I love that. I love that. Don't take no crap. But I'm telling you, kids, don't take no crap for no sharks. I love sharks. I do. My wife has always asked me, why aren't you interested in, in you know, stuff like aquariums and things like that? And, you know, going aquatic. Because aquatic is way easier than what I do. <laughs> Here's the way it works in, in the, the crazy reptile world that I live in. The upfront costs really aren't crazy. When it comes to reptiles, some of them can be for certain super exotic pets. Yes, they can. And I have spent way too much money on some. The difference is the maintaining of these animals. You get the animals who are or who need to be fed almost daily. And you're like, they're eating stuff like rabbits and stuff. That's the expense. The heating, the cooling. Here, you would think, well, sharks, I mean, you know, sharks are easy to take care of. I've got people I know, friends uh, who've got tons of shark tanks and stuff. That stuff's way easier. They're like, you should just do this. It's cool. It's neat. I said, but you can't play with them. You know, you can't, there's, a, there's the thing. I take some of my big animals out and I can walk around with them. It's fun. But I've thought about the shark. I've had, I didn't have, I had, I had octopuses when I was younger. I like that. I had seahorses, but they were a pain in the ass to take care of. Pain in the butt. Pain in the butt. But 
Ah, NFL is this weekend. Currently, I'm sitting 110 wins, 67 losses, and a tie. Want to know? Last night, said yesterday the Bills would beat uh, the Pats. They did that 24, what's it, 24-7, something like that, 24-10. So got a win there. Packers take on the Bears this weekend. Uh, It's hard to pick against Aaron Rodgers, even though he's injured and he said that he is very open to even a quarterback change. Uh, if they're eliminated from the playoffs, because they've got to make a decision on on Love, who's their backup quarterback, who looked really good last week. Uh, so Aaron Rodgers, though, it's hard to go against the Bears because he just owns the Bears, and he said that as much on several occasions. I'm going with the Packers. Steelers, Falcons, I'm taking the Falcons. Vikings will get over the Jets. Lions, Jags, somebody's got to win. I'm going with the Lions. Eagles, Titans, big game. Eagles, what, 10-1? Titans leading their division. They were the AFC uh, leaders last year, even though they didn't make it. Uh, they got eliminated. I'm going with the Eagles on this one. Texans, Browns. Touched on it earlier. I'm going to go with the Texans. I'm kidding. I'm going with the Browns. Why would you do that? Well, Deshaun Watson comes back this weekend after being suspended. So he didn't play all of the all of last season the COVID and everything. And then, of course, it's been like two years since he's played. And the Browns traded a lot to get him. They gave him a huge fat contract. And, of course, he went through all of the legal stuff with all, what, 23 women. Apparently, a lot of them are going to be at the game this weekend. But he makes his debut for the Browns. I'm going to go with the Browns on this one. I was kidding with the Texans, please. If there was nobody on the field, I would pick nobody versus the Texans. It's not very nice. Giants and the Commanders. Sorry, Phil. Uh, I think Giants get well this weekend. Broncos, Ravens take the Ravens. 49ers, Dolphins. Best game of the weekend. I am going Niners. I don't want to face that defense. They're going to be good. They're going to be strong. I'm picking the Niners in that one. Rams and the Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks. Yeah, go Seahawks in that one. Uh, You know, I just... The Rams look really bad. They're banged up. This is not their year. It's over. They're not going to be defending uh, any anything else here. So uh, go with the uh, Seahawks on that one. Uh, take the Chargers over the Raiders. The Bengals to beat the Chiefs. Cowboys over the Colts Monday night. Buccaneers and the Saints take the Bucks at home. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. Eat your Twitter. You missed any show. Grab the podcast. It is the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show.